0: I mean, I'm not... Ian, I'm going to make it very clear when we start recording that I have little to no interest in the TV series (laughs) Friends.
1: Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys... We're chatting about friends and movies. It's the Guys on Film podcast. I'm just going to read you this thing out. So, um,
0: a fresh pastry sour base conditioned on apple, vanilla and cinnamon. Pie hard is everything good about apple pie and custard wrapped up into a beer.
1: What it's do you think a review about that? of a craft beer. Is well, it?
0: It's a description of a craft beer. What do you think about that? Would you, would you drink pie hard?
1: I'd drink it to try it, but it's probably shit, isn't it?
0: Right, let's move on.
1: It's good that you just threw that in because you had nothing to say about friends in the intro.
0: We'll get to that. All right. As to why I don't have anything to say about friends.
1: Because you've got none. Yeah. It's an alien concept here. Well,
0: we'll find out. We'll find out if I have no friends in, I assume, in one minute. (laughs) Right?
1: (laughs) Okay, so what's today's program about, Ollie?
0: Well, there was a little bit of confusion, Ian. I mean, I'm not going to go back to the exact time that the confusion happened, but it was on a WhatsApp conversation when we were talking about new topics that we were going to talk about. And I suggested friends in movies. And you went, yeah, that's a really good idea. Great. As, <laughs> as normally, my ideas are pretty good. Um, yeah. And a couple of days passed, and then it turns out that rather than discuss it, you kind of ran away with the idea that I meant movies with the cast of the sitcom friends in it. You know, your, your Chandler, your, you know, Matthew Perry, Courtney Cox, uh, Jennifer Aniston, all those kind of things where I just meant friends in movies like buddies. So it's
1: interesting that you place the blame firmly on me rather than you not being able to convey your idea. Clearly.
0: Well, I'd like to refer you to a previous... You're a big bots.
1: nebulous concept of friends in films. If I'd have meant friends... the slightly friends more focused...
0: Would, if I'd have meant friends, would I not have put a, a dot between each letter of the word to you know indicate that that's what I meant,
1: right? I, you probably wouldn't. You don't pay that much attention <laughs> to detail.
0: Anyway, so I've done a bit of research on, on buddies and friends in films and you've done some research on, you know... The, the less interesting version of the concept to me. And what this
1: means for listeners is <laughs> a difficult hour and a half listen.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's even more of a difficult three hour recording session.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I thought to kick this off before we go into Segi 1, I would just check whether or not you or I are actually friends. What I
0: was just, I was just going to say, we're fusing podcast topics like Seth Brundle in the Fly would do. Ding, 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 ding. ding so I don't recognize mention of the Fly number mention one. The fly number episode. one. So anyway, the the test to see whether or not we're friends
1: in real life. All right, so Ollie, I've got a quick fire round of questions. It's kind of like um, I think Americans refer it to as the Newlywed Game, um, but in our case, it's going to be platonic. So I've done you a quiz about me and uh, we can see whether you get the answers right or not. So let's, let's kick it off. Where did we first meet?
0: We met at work.
1: That is correct.
0: Because we you know, that would would have been the first I mean, how
1: do you think I would not get that one right? It's an it's a starter for ten. Okay, right. starter for ten. So, ding, and I've, he's and got, I've got ten. And he's got ten. All right. Uh what's Ian's favourite band? Motorhead. There you go. He's got it. I I put I put down any of Motorhead or Thin Lizzy. Either of those would have done fine. But that's that's good. Starter for twenty or he's continuation off. for twenty. He's off and running. In what area of London does Ian live? Now, that's a good question.
0: I, knew, I know you've lived in Hackney. That's uh, true. I'm going to say I don't know. Okay,
1: it's Walthamstow. Um, Walthamstow, okay. But that's all right. I'll give oh, you a yeah, half a minute. Yeah, because
0: point isn't that, that where um, E17 live?
1: That's correct. Ding, ding. Right. I don't know if they live here anymore, per se, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. um, all right. Uh, next one what's ian's favorite food
0: your favorite now that that's a really good question um it's think, a really good question No, it's a really right. good question um i mean there's a few answers i'm just going to give you a few that i think it could be because the things that i've seen you eat the most are skittles <laughs> scr- okay. scrambled eggs on toast with chili flakes and um, chickens with beer cans shoved up their asses. So I think of those three, I'd probably say <laughs> scrambled eggs on toast with chili
1: flakes. The Skittles thing, I don't remember, but I presume that's a vending machine thing. Yeah, you always from, used to have Skittles work together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're pretty. I good. know you better than you. Um, yeah, you do. I'm going to give you half a point for that anyway, just because of the good guesses. But actually, I'd written down curry and, in particular, Dansac. I thought okay. maybe since we'd been out for curry, you might know that. Do you but remember that I'll, one time? I about this.
0: <laughs> do you remember afterwards? that one time we went for? Um, we were at the London Podcast Festival, and we went for a, <laughs> a very fast, hastily decided curry with a uh, friend of the podcast and often contributor. Uh, we went for a very hastily decided curry and we pretty much all had the shits.
1: <laughs> and fell asleep during the podcast performance when we were watching. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do remember that. It was I a very quick a turnaround hat. for our stomachs.
0: <laughs> um,
1: all right, last question. When and where was our first kiss?
0: I don't know. I feel like you have kissed me before because I feel I've definitely felt that beard. I know what it, I kind of know what it feels like on my cheek. Okay. It's probably on a night out. It's pro- I, I would say probably at the Assembly in Lentington. It would be a really good guess. i probably,
1: probably Sofia Bulgaria on Ollie's Wildest Night Out. <laughs> um, but maybe we'll talk about that another time. Yes. All right. Um, I want to try and guess three of those questions because some of them don't really relate back because we've already answered them, right? But I'm going to try and answer those for you and you can tell me whether I got them right. So okay. your favorite band, um, first time I ever came to your house... You were playing this band and their famous song "Loch Ness." I would guess it's Judas Priest. I could be wrong though.
0: Uh, Ian, I don't think I have a favourite band,
1: oh, but
0: I would go. say I would say if I had a if I had a collection of bands that I would say are my favourites, they would be up there.
1: Okay, all right. But I think um, I think
0: Iron Maiden are probably pound for pound my favourite band.
1: Pound for pound. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny though because actually if you were to think that through to its fullest extent our maiden have so many members that actually pound for pound (laughs) they're a lot weaker a proposition overall (laughs) like the amount of musical goodness that comes from each member is much more diluted anyway um it's a
0: good guess i do i do very much like judas priest very much. Next
1: so. one then, area of London I asked you, area of Cove, my guess is Earlsdon. Is that, that right?
0: That is that's correct, but I'd rather I'd rather listeners didn't know
1: my exact <laughs> you can, location. You can bleep that out. Yeah. Just put a bleep over the top of me saying it. Uh favourite food? I'm gonna say curry. Correct. Yes. All right, well then I think the results are
0: they speak positive. for themselves. So would you can we move forwards? As friends. Into the
1: into the main show as acquaintances. No, friends. It's the Friends podcast. Let's get okay. on with it. Guys on Phil. Yeah, but guys, we'll talk about Bill. It's the guys on Phil podcast for
0: real. You know what guys talk about film. It's the guys on Phil podcast for real. Oh. Um welcome to Seggy One. You've just heard the jingle, the rap jingle that we've been we've had for quite a long time now. Um would you say it's our best... Can I just best- ask you?
1: Yeah. Do we? Do you actually know what a friend is? Usually you'd ask me this. Not at this particular point
0: in the podcast. I, I you saved would have that. done it already, you mm, forgot it. I wouldn't have done it already. I would have done that in the deep dive, so that's
1: where you're wrong. Um, <clears throat> Since the last time I've spoken to you, it feels like you've amped up your... Um, Ricky Gervais and David Brent impressions. Am I getting that wrong, or have you been? It's only because you can just see me. I think (laughs) you can just see me on the uh, on the video. Um, I think you'll find that would normally be in the deep dive. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on.
0: So, so we've got Segi one, and I've tasked you to come up with two film pitches um, that revolve around the concept of friends. I think we've already established what friends are. So yeah. Ian I just I,
1: asked you and you couldn't tell me.
0: Well, friends are people that can answer, you know, four or five questions about each other's, you know, <laughs> food, bands, place they live and get a fairly decent score. Okay, alright.
1: And and they, and they would
0: probably drive off the edge of a cliff with each other in a old Cadillac to evade the police rather than All right. being now, jailed now forever. We're t- now we're
1: talking. Okay, yep. Yeah.
0: Um, so Ian I would I would like you to go first because I feel if I if I went first the bar would be set so high um that you know it, it would just be you know a real shame for you so you can go first what are you eating I'm going
1: that was a little bit of banana
0: okay <laughs> is that is that the same banana that you were eating before we started
1: yeah it's gone now. it's, it's gone just now. the very last bit okay
0: just why are you eating the peel as well? That's a bit strange.
1: Right, so my first one, I don't claim that these are good. They were written hastily, but let's just see what you think and also any producers who are listening. Right, the title, working title for this is American Sweethearts? With a question a, mark? With a question mark. Okay. Tagline, everyone loves them, but they hate each other. Okay. Okay. So, Do you have uh, an official synopsis? The official synopsis is... No, actually, just a tiny bit of preamble. Everyone knows that Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston have captured the hearts of America um, and its cinema goers and have had highly successful career paths that have never crossed. Time and time again. Yeah. Until now. So the synopsis. The official synopsis. A movie studio schedules two movies to be made around the same time, and the starlets are forced to share the same studio backlog as their starring roles are on for a collision course. Things start with verbal jabs and practical jokes, but the rivalry turns bitter Just until, sound very friendly. until they realize they have a shared enemy and they take down the studio from the inside. What do you think about like a uh, Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston kind of stealth? secret agent style movie where they have to go on a killing spree. They become buddies through some sort of tango and cash style murder. Yeah, I like like the sound of that. Um, Justice.
0: Who is the common enemy? Is it just a studio head played by Ed
1: Harris? Yes. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: (laughs) And what is his why, why is he the enemy?
1: That was something that I was interested in your take on.
0: Well, I mean, you know, like, look, if there is any producers listening, they're going to be putting you, you know, under a harsher spotlight than I will be. So if you can't answer these questions as the creative behind this project, Ian, then, you know, we're not going to be able to, to greenlight it. And they
1: certainly won't greenlight it. One of the things I read about pitch meetings, Ollie, was to allow the producers to project themselves onto the script so that they feel like they're part of the creative process. Because they're egotistical and they think they're the creative in the room. So He's an ex boyfriend. There you go. Yes. that. I mean, that works for me. Will you green light it? I will, yeah. That is a fantastic twist on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a fantastic so. twist on it. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Let's get. Have you got an example scene at all? Or? I Don't did have ask an for an example scene. I did ask for an example scene. So if you've no. not got one, I'll be very disappointed. No. No. Okay. Look, well, I'll green light it anyway because I'm very fond of the idea of the um, the boyfriend being the, or the ex boyfriend of, of both of them being the head of the studio that they, they're both, and I think, I guess he's trying to make them both start
1: in flops. There you go. Wow, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I look forward to you stripping back every element that I added to this project <laughs> and turning it into something completely different
0: okay um so i'm gonna I'm gonna move on to mine so this one is my first one is called the bubble okay, okay. <laughs> yeah just so you know um, you wouldn't be able to see this but Ian and I are doing this uh, over zoom over and it's not the only video uh conference software out there but we're holding up signs to say when to move on um, and now that sign holding <laughs> is being abused so <laughs> just so you know.
1: Ollie decided to raise his sign after I'd concluded my segment. <laughs> okay, look, can I just Ian move on?
0: I'm can I just talking. get onto my first one, please? So my first one is please. the bubble, um, and the tagline is "This bubble about to burst with friendship." <laughs> and the official synopsis is: "The official synopsis." Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. And Mark Wahlberg are all rivals on a work trip that are forced into a support bubble during a global pandemic with hilarious consequences okay do you like it
1: Yeah, I like the omission of the s the most already um, Wh- which but... one what s this- this bubble about to burst. <laughs> this
0: bubble about to burst, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's an example scene for you. So just to set the scene, um, they're all in in a house. They're not allowed to leave. They are their own support bubble. They don't like each other. They, you know, their, their personalities are wildly different. And they can't believe that they've been put in this situation where they are the only three people that they can associate with. What a nightmare. It's, it's sure to, uh, you know... Lead to some hilarious conflict. Um, so, in this scene, we discover there is only two X Rolo desserts left in the fridge um, <laughs> between the three of them. So, the guys create a tournament to see who gets to eat one. And after a hilarious and painful montage of self made tournament games, John C. Riley and Mark Wahlberg both get a pot of Rolo dessert. And uh, it's a bit of dialogue for you. Uh, hey, Gary says Mark Wahlberg. Don't talk to me right now, Henry. I'm so angry and hurt and upset and hungry, shouts Will Ferrell. Here, you can have my Rolo dessert, replies Mark Wahlberg. Seriously? Yells Will Ferrell. Yeah, sure. It's over there on the... Kevin! We cut to a shot of John C. Riley, absolutely (laughs) slathered in rolo dessert somehow there seems to be way more than 2x rolo dessert covering his face hands and neck
1: he violently (laughs) passes wind (laughs) can he do that cross-eyed thing he does as well yeah yeah it's good what do you think questions Um, no i think it's great consider it green light green light Green green lit um consider it green light Um, I do have some questions just tweaks Um, okay is the concept of a bubble something that exists in North America or is that just a UK thing they're on a European work conference in the UK UK work conference all travel corridors have been closed (laughs) and uh, and then so if they are here is three a bubble size or I don't know I think there's some technicalities there well
0: it's Yeah, let's not get into the technicalities of it. It's, you know, but anyway, look, I'm just pleased that it's been greenlit. So, can we move on to your next one now?
1: Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. I hope you're prepared. Um, The working title is The Swimmer. The Swimmer? Yeah, The (laughs) Swimmer. Okay. Um, It's starring David Schwimmer as The Schwimmer. Okay. Um <laughs> it's also starring Larry David and Bridget Nielsen. Okay. Okay. Uh the tagline is David's in the drink. Doesn't make like an awful lot of sense, but let's just go with it. Yeah. We can work on that. Synopsis. The official synopsis. David Schwimmer has been swimming against the tide uh since season ten since the season 10 finale of Friends with guest appearances in Band of Brothers and Curb Enthusiasm being the high tide mark for his previously Olympian screen efforts. David finds himself in 2021 dipping his toe in the water of crappy commercials. His agent played by Larry David looks for a new career path for him. David is thrown in the deep end of a regional open water uh, swimming competition after his swimming buddy is killed in a horrific road accident on the way to the meet. His coach, Slated to be played by Larry David, but changed at the last minute to be Rob Schneider due to budgetary and concerns about good taste, is at first sceptical about David's chances. As David commits to the endeavour in preparation for the big competition, we realise that the coach needs David as much as David needs him uh, to soothe the pain of losing the guy that died in the car accident. Right. So a bit of dialogue here. Schwimmer. Oh my God, it's absolutely freezing. Schneider, raucous laughter. Where did you get those? Continued laughter. Schwimmer, it's not funny. Where's my dick? <laughs> Sh- Schneider, they work better when you actually have a budgie to smuggle. <laughs> Schwimmer, Good. no, but seriously, do you think I'm ready for the big c- competition? Schneider, listen, it's no lie that you've been thrown into the deep end. Hey, it's not exactly going swimmingly for either of us. In fact, for the last month, I've been like, felt like a man at sea since Teddy was killed. But you've gone from doggy paddle to swimming with sharks in only two months, and that is impressive. I guess we'll see if you sink or swim. Schwimmer, thanks, Coach. I think that means a lot. Good dialogue. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Terrible idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, very complicated idea. Um, and I would say that the high I don't tide do know how complicated it really is. For Schwimmer was probably the trial of OJ Simpson. He was very good in that. I thought he was good in that. He was good in that. Um, But yeah, I think I I mean the whole Larry David being replaced by Rob Schneider. That's
1: that's not really synopsis. That's actually just you know development footnotes. That
0: that will happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, We can't get Larry David. It's just it's too lowbrow an idea.
0: Look, I think we could release it straight to uh, VOD. On HBO Max, somewhere like that, or something equivalent um, to that. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll green light it. I think it's got potential for, like you say, the dialogue really shines there. So let's green light it.
1: Did you notice that there were some nautical phrases laced I, into I the dialogue? I did notice
0: that. Yeah, I did. I did. I thought
1: that might go down quite well.
0: It went swimmingly. Do you mind next one? Yes. My yeah. last one. Okay, so this one is called The Friend. Um, no. And the tagline title. is... The ta- The tagline is... Bonded in friendship forever. I'm just trying to see when the penny drops here. When loner scientist Seth Brundle...
1: <laughs>
0: his friend uh, was given six months to live. So when loner scientist Seth Brundle's friend was given six months to live he decided to fuse the two together in his transporter pod. Now, Seth and Mackenzie, or MacSeth, inhabit the same (laughs) body with hilariously tragic consequences. (laughs) Do you like that? Um,
1: Hilariously tragic.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. uh, In one scene, uh, MacSeth has an arm wrestle with themselves. Like that. And sprains a wrist, obviously in the original um, fly they um have a an arm wrestle and the wrist bone goes through the the arm in a very grisly
1: sort of graphic fashion um so they have these brains yep so so if he's um arm wrestling himself yeah just just to be clear when these two Mm -hmm. people have been bonded together through the machine yeah are they now one person with four limbs or are they one person with like kind of two heads and six limbs or like what kind of mess are they in TBC um <laughs> okay
0: happy to take a producer's advice on on whether it's more like machamp or whether it's more <laughs> just you know the man with two two brains
1: okay i'll I'll draw a picture whilst you try
0: okay uh, so in one scene McSeth has an arm wrestle with themselves and sprains a wrist here follows the dialogue oh great I need that wrist," says Seth. <laughs> "Don't worry, mate. You can borrow mine. After all, what's mine is ours." They
1: laugh and share
0: two x Rolo desserts.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I'd I'd greenlight it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Have you got any questions or any more questions? Any improvements that could be made?
1: No, just. Just something like that.
0: <laughs> um, Ian has drawn something that looks like Mister um, Tickle from the Mister Men with
1: forearms, yeah, and not not like legs, not a body. just a base, yeah, just a, like a sort of like <laughs> a rubber a toy that you could kind of connect onto a table so it didn't move. Like, but the main cup. thing
0: is to eat the two Rolo desserts. They could both be <laughs> holding a pot and a spoon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although each hand has a slightly different number of fingers, so that adds complexity.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it does open a whole world of possibilities for new chords on the piano, though.
1: Uh, Yes, yes, and no. (laughs) It actually might restrict you because some of them have got one finger.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you could play like you know a note all the way up there. Yeah, you
1: know, it's that classic thing of like you know when there's two people at a piano and they're doing that mad thing of it's just it's just a noise yeah alright so anyway, well that was look, great
0: so that's four pitches four green lights very successful uh, outing I think for us
1: I think so live score how
0: are you live score I'm fine thank you live score out of ten live score Pro- probably like a, a four Ian uh, live scores how is your life right now this very moment in time. It's pretty good actually, yeah.
1: Um uh we are in lockdown yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. We are in lockdown three though. Mm-hmm. Um but I I can't really complain. Like I I am fine considering like I do see quite a lot of people kind of complaining about the fact that they can't do things. And hey, I'm not gonna lie, I'd like to go on holiday or something, I'd like to go see somewhere else. Mm. But tree, in the scheme example. of things Mm I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen enough of that. Oh yeah. now nah, just you know, like it's weird not to have been out the country for as long as I haven't. Because it actually like it's not nine months back to March, it's like it's probably more like a year and a bit now. Um, since my yeah. last holiday holiday. Anyway, it doesn't really matter about that. What yeah. I'm saying is there are still people who are doing a lot of like work that puts them in danger and all that sort of stuff. So, I think. So, you can't I'm, complain, I, I you won't can't complain. complain. Quite happy no with, yeah, quite happy with how things are at the moment, yeah. to be honest. This year, you know, it's January when we're recording this. It's time for people to kind of think about, you know, what they want to achieve in the year. So, I wrote all my goals down, but there's a couple of things that um, I'm trying to do slightly more of rather than like do something. It's just like improve a habit. So, I'm trying to run more okay you like that don't you I love running are you on Strava I'm not I'm a nike run club <laughs> um so it's uh all I'm doing is two and a half miles twice a week this so I'm aiming for 20 miles a month to start with and to yeah. be honest like I'll up that a little bit but I'm not mm. really wanting to put loads and loads more time into it like I yeah. think about half an hour out running each time I do it and then shower and all that like when you do all that it takes a while, so yeah. I'm not gonna m- increase it massively. I just maybe want to get better at it, so faster or slightly further. Um but Faster, it-
0: better, stronger, more streamlined.
1: Yeah, I'm doing it slowly as well though. So like
0: Yeah, nice just pace. Slow and
1: steady. Yeah. Do you uh, bring I mean it with about the, the dog? Go- no. No I That don't. would be no. funny. We actually watched something on Country File the other day of ex-Blue Peter presenter Matt somebody taking out a dog for dog running. Well, that it was mad. I don't know if anyone can tell what that was but Ollie gestured with a, a sniper, gun like A sort of sniper
0: gesture. Yeah. Taking out a dog. Um, what have you I'm trying to read recently, more as well. You're trying to read more. You read quite a lot anyway. You read a book think, a week.
1: No, I don't. That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> okay. Ollie, I think you've maybe combined the fact that I have loads of books with an idea that I read them. And that's the problem. I haven't been. Okay. So I've got loads of books, but I haven't really been reading them. But this year I've already finished a book called uh, Roadside Picnic, which if anyone knows the movie of that is... Uh, Stalker, which is by a director called Andrey Tarkovsky. So I'm halfway through the film because it's three hours long.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and I've been watching it in chunks. But it, it was a really... A, as with quite a lot of the sci, sci-fi books that I've read, I get through them really really quickly. It was like a, it was a real page turner. Wow. Um, so I'm trying to do more of just reading generally. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my goals. Feeling good about them so far. Doing well against them. Uh, what else is great it's
0: like you 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 know you started reading like things like just the back of packets of soup and then you went to like you know small articles and pamphlets so it's very impressive
1: leaflets and pamphlets yeah especially ones yeah. with lots of pictures menus
0: for takeaways menus
1: yeah i rewatched dread which okay. i enjoyed a second D-R- time round it was good E-D-D. that's
0: correct um it's like a kind of remake of the ra-
1: the raid isn't it? Kind of. People say that. Like, the concept's kind of similar. Very but, similar. Very similar. But I don't know if the films end up being that similar, really. No. But both but I like, good. I like the mood and the tone of Dread. It's cool. Both good it's films. Like dark and sinister. Um, And I've watched a few <clears throat> other things, but not an awful lot to report on them, really. I'm now four series into um Amazon's Vikings. Vikings. Why, every Why? T- Why? Cause Cause do you do cause, that? Because every time that you speak to me, like, have you seen Vikings,
0: mate? Because I'm getting well into Vikings at the moment. Can I shock you? I like Vikings.
1: Can I shock you? It's the first time I've said this on the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is though. It might not no, be. No, it is. Uh, it so is you've, definitely been, you've been, the first you've been time getting well into Amon Amarth, the heavy metal band, sing about
1: Vikings, and you've been playing oh. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I've not been listening to the metal band, but. Yes, I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the PlayStation Five. And how are you finding that? It's it's definitely like an executive has gone. I'd like More. a game of that TV show.
0: Have they also gone? I want a lot of that game of that TV show. Make it last
1: forever. Uh, I don't know. I've only just started it. So. Okay. Fine. No idea. But. Um, I see, yeah. But, but they, again. yeah. There's a lot of things that even if they exist in like lots of the Viking mythology, the execution is extremely similar to the TV show. Okay. So, heavily inspired by, it, I'd say. But all good. How about you? I'm all How's right, not Ian.
0: The same, the same as you, really. I think when this, when lockdown three hit, initially I was like, oh, I just started a bit of rock climbing, uh, which I was getting quite into, and not being able to do that was initially a little bit like oh god you know for, for crying out loud but when you put it into perspective you know it's a couple of yeah it's a couple of months of not being able to do a pastime when you know we really just need to sort of kick this thing into the into the gutter um and sweep it up and put it in the trash
1: that's a great analogy. <laughs> Forever. Um, I don't know what what you're drawing the comparison to. What would you normally kick in the gutter or drag away and brush in the bin? Fag butts. Brilliant. You know, another menace
0: um so yeah like yeah basically um i've been all right i've been yeah, you know, playing a few games been watching a few films i treated mandy to watching uh the lord of the rings trilogy that you you know you've said that your household isn't a fantasy household in fact it's very fantasy averse you said those are your Kinda. words Finder, fantasy yeah.
1: averse yeah there was there was one evening where you we were on the it. brink of putting it on yeah. Um, I think I was on a roll. I'd, we'd watched um, a Bronx Tale. Uh, I think we'd watched some other De Niro thing, and it felt like I was riding a high of any recommendation I made, movie wise. Rhea was gonna go. You know what? It's probably gonna be great. So it felt like we were gonna watch Lord of the Rings, and then you I got don't know, cold we, feet, and then went. We had di- we had dinner. The mood changed, and it was like, nah, I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's not what Rhea said, but in. Yeah. You know as in her words. words um
0: yeah, yeah but anyway we watched it and i did i serialized it for us so we watched 90 minutes a night uh, i loved it i love it and by the end of it you know all the emotions there was a, she was using a lot of tissues um, to mop up <laughs> tears and things. So, you know, I know she was <laughs> invested in. Tears and things. <laughs> tears and things. Uh what else? We watched True Romance. That was another film that Mandy had not seen. Uh she enjoyed that one. More of this, he says. Uh yeah. True romance, very good film. Very good friends in that film as well, I think. Or are they bad friends actually?
1: Tony Soprano's in it, right? He's a bad friend
0: Tony, he's horrible in it. Um uh, yeah. They're not, I don't think they're great friends in it. Brad Pitt kind of continually dobs them all in. It's like, okay, where's your mate gone? Um, they went to this exact hotel, <laughs> basically, <laughs> so he's not a very good friend. Um, I mean, I tend to find friends that are involved in massive Coke deals probably not going to be the most reliable friends in the world, I'll just say. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I've cut out all sugar, Ian. Wow. Wow. For for January, I like to hit the big reset normally in January. So I'll do like Veganuary or something like that. But <laughs> is it's that kind cause of because you made an
1: absolute um, mess of yourself in December?
0: Yeah, pretty much. An I think absolute it was a...
1: spectacle.
0: <laughs> well, I think there was a couple of days where I just thought, like, in my head, like in a kind of reverb shower head voice, thinking, <laughs> "All I've had over the last two days is sugar." Sweets, bread, beans, sauces. When will this end? You must do something. And then if you have like, you know, because I have a sugar in my tea. If I have like, you know, four or five teas in a day, that's five teaspoons of sugar, Ian. Jeez. And that's That's, maths. And that's maths. So, yeah, I decided that um, I was going to kick sugar for January. And I thought it was going to be very difficult. But I'm enjoying it. I'm a savoury guy now.
1: <laughs> He's just getting curries delivered to his house all the time.
0: Left, right and centre. So yeah, that's me. Look, I'd say I'm a, probably about an eight because I'm, I'm happy happy that I've kicked the sugar.
1: I think I'm actually, uh, not just to outdo you here, but I think I'm like an 8.5 or a 9 at least because like, I do feel pretty good at the moment. And I just remembered when you talked about cutting down on stuff. I'm doing dry January as well, not a beer in sight yet. Not even a I'm... pie, not a pie hard in sight. Not a pie hard. Last thing before we move on to the deep dive, I've got a new set of glasses. Can you describe them to the oh, listeners? like
0: Imagine somebody that drinks craft beer. Okay. It's them. Okay, there you go. No, they're, they're all right, yeah
1: well thanks mate do? I, don't know I
0: think I'll probably double check that
1: Ian what is a friend oh, well you told me in uh, seggy one that we already right, established what that was on. but I'll give you an answer what's your opinion um, on that a friend is a person with one <laughs> with one a friend is a person with whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically one exclusive of sexual or family relations that I mean that ticks all of our boxes ticks all of our box
0: so um yeah that that's a good assessment of what a friend is um so look you've got a few things on the se- the tv series friends and all of the you know cast that were involved in that and I've got some stuff on um you know people who are f- characters that are friends in movies Um uh, so which which road should we take first?
1: Have you got something um, ready to go? I've got something ready to go. Um just just to clarify here. Um you've already started this off by marginalizing the um friends TV show route by saying Ian has some stuff on it. Like a, like a you know, he must have like a little bit of something. Lord, the more that we the go... real focus will be my stuff. Look,
0: the, the more that we go down this you know back and forth the less time that we've got
1: for the deep dive so i suggest that we just crack on it's unfortunate that you have final editing say all right so um first thing i've got for you is bing 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 the chandler bing fight simulator bing 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 round one go so i want you to tell me who you think would fare better in a pugilistic competition between uh tv's matthew perry and a list of different people uh that i'm going to give you how's okay. that sound clear that sounds uh, so i'm going to give you some vital statistics for matthew perry first okay so just so you get some context right so yep. his height he's just over six foot so he's a tiny bit taller than me okay all right he's he weighs about 13 or 14 stone so about the same weight as me and his yeah, age is it
0: 13 or 14 stone
1: i i for me i'm about 14 stone but for him it you know how are you going to find out a celebrity's weight i don't know no it's about 13 or 14 stone all right based on what i read and his age is 51 do you think
0: in the ufc if if conor mcgregor at the weekend turns up and he's like a stone over they'll let him fight i mean i I needed something a bit more accurate, but anyway, you haven't let's, got that. Let's detail, be clear. So let's just this is on. not let's
1: officially go. sanctioned. I'm what not promoter. What is Matthew Perry's promoter. reach
0: advantage?
1: <laughs> I don't know, you're gonna have to pull up a picture of him right now, like Matthew Perry twenty twenty one. Okay. And just be, have a I'll look be. at the neck of him and base it on that. And just to be clear, he has been uh clean of drugs for quite some okay. time. <laughs> Jesus this what's what's this noise about the, your reaction to his image
0: friend star matthew perry emerges from nude eating in quarantine i don't know what it means i'm scared <laughs> to click the link but i'm going to carry on
1: right okay let's go who would fare better him or co-star gunther the coffee man from uh central park do you know who this is? No. Oh, Ollie. He's pretending he's never seen friends before. No, we'll move on. Next, Bruce Willis. Would Matthew Perry fare well against Bruce? Bruce Willis. Who would prevail?
0: Um. Well, Bruce Willis, because he's been in more. He would have had more training in 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 the art in the
1: action arts. And and so you subscribe to the idea that because he's an action star. Yeah he's actually he's hard. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Bing, bing. Okay, so how would it go down? How like, What would he do to take him out?
0: I think he, he would do the thing that, that Jason Statham does in the Transporter 1 um, and he would kind of grease him like Bruce Willis would grease himself up <laughs> with kind of engine oil so that he was very like a slippery customer. Okay. And then, and then he'd I guess yeah. He'd do the thing where you put the um, bike. What do what do they call them? Calip, not calipers. Um, the you know the little bike pedal things that they put on, um, and he, and he would just be very slippery. You wouldn't be able to <laughs> grab him. Every time you did grab him, his head would just <laughs> slip out your arm. It <laughs> just would be impossible to get a hold of. Okay. The only. That's fair. The only way that Matthew Perry could succeed in that bout is if he covered himself in
1: flour. (laughs) (laughs) Let's leave that to the eggheads. Um, (laughs) All right, next opponent. Um, it doesn't mean that he has to go directly from the previous fight into this one. He's not on some sort of um, big gauntlet. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger now. Oh mate, have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger recently? He's
0: ripped again. Ripped again? Yeah, he's like quite you know, he's been on it, he's been back on it, back in action, so yeah. And 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 Arnie would just arrive in a tank or something as well, like a, a uh, electric tank. I mean, tank.
1: <coughs> mano. Do e you just mano mean e Manoe mano.
0: mano? Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> And stripped naked.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna say that that Arnie can like kind of look back over his career and maybe look at a film like Predator um, and suggest that they fight in a forest area and kind of <laughs> just set up elaborate traps.
1: Okay. For is that Perry. really mano a mano? That's immediately you're jumping to like other ways. he kill <laughs> Well, they both look.
0: All I'm gonna say is is that they both have the same forest to
1: utilize. <laughs> okay um, Rowan Atkinson not answering it that one why? you
0: answer it it's Rowan a Atkinson. quiz for you okay it's a quiz for me Rowan Atkinson alright I'll let Matthew Perry have this one okay alright um, there you go
1: how hard was that? and
0: I think I think yeah I I just I guess you know I can just see Matthew Perry um maybe running full steam ahead and just sort of doing American football style shoulder tackle into the stomach of Rowan Atkinson um, you know, doubling him
1: up You know, there was in, an episode you know. of Friends where he had to actually play American football So There you go, got so he's training. going to utilise that knowledge Last three CM Punk, failed MMA fighter Ding, ding, ding Bing, 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 round four Yeah, I mean, I would want Matthew Perry to win You would? Yeah Okay. Because of yeah. the um, wrong wrongly placed arrogance of CM Punk.
0: Wrongly placed arrogance. And also, um, I think, I do believe that CM, I mean, I'll have to go and check this, but I do believe that CM Punk was outraged that um Donald Trump was censored on, on Twitter, which I don't think oh, was really? very, I'm not sure was very punk of, of him. Okay. So yeah, I would prefer. So, no, this so now it's a a
1: battle of the uh, politics as well. Yeah, it's a political battle. All right, last two. These are the final bosses. So he's now going to have to go up against his friends' co-stars. Uh, not at the same time. First, who would prevail, him or David Schwimmer? David Schwimmer. And uh, you said that very confidently. What do you base that on? Height. Move Next, on. his yeah. best friend from the TV series Matt LeBlanc. It's a draw. It's a dead
0: draw. <laughs> a it's, dead it's like a draw. fight that if you allowed it to go on, they wouldn't be able to finish each other finish each other off because they'd be too tired. <laughs> <laughs> what? What?
1: Finish yourself off! I'm too <laughs> <Yeah>. tired. <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be a dead draw. So they would both. Die at exactly the same time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they would both punch at the same time and it would just be the exact same force and uh, knock each other out. Right. Or they, Like the freeze frame
1: at the end of Rocky Three.
0: Yeah, they just wouldn't be able to one-up the other one. They wouldn't be able to get an edge because they're so similar. They know each other's moves. They've studied each other.
1: I think I'd give that one to Matt LeBlanc, just based on physique, but that's a fair... That's a fair shout from But me. it's All also right. a, it's a
0: mental game as well, so not just. Okay,
1: physical. Ollie, let's move on to something related to the more generic topic of friends in film. Um, take it away.
0: Okay, um, Ian, and I, I want you to interject whenever you know. I'll, maybe I will tell you what. No. I'll do a couple, and then we'll move on to another thing from you. So these these are my um, top five friends. Ian's holding up the sign to tell me to wrap this up. (laughs) Top five friends in in movies. Okay. And I'll just see if you agree with my list. So uh, we can do a couple and then we can move on to another thing just to keep it pacey. Dumb and Dumber, Harry and Lloyd. Would you say that they were, they're good friends. It's a good friendship
1: to see play out. Now, is this to do with the quality of their relationship, whether they're good for each other or whether it's just a good friends film to watch?
0: Let's say both.
1: Okay, I think... Uh, I, so I enjoy the film. So it's a good film. Friendship. Love it. Yeah. Whether they're good friends for each other or not, I, I, my... Um,
0: they're there for each other? La, my lasting memory of other? that
1: is them having, like, mad arguments on the highway and, like, falling out with each other and getting exasperated. I mean, but, I think everything works out okay in the end. Yeah. But I think... You, I mean, uh, it's they not steal unrealistic each other's for a to have an argument. And, they steal each other's girlfriends, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, true. Pretty, pretty
0: bad stuff. Here, but in real life, let me tell you how good friends they were in real life. Uh, according to the Farrelly brothers, Jeff Daniels wasn't wanted for the film, but Jim Carrey wanted him in it. In order to ensure a no from him, they offered Jeff Daniels 50000 for the role, um, which is lowballing him, basically saying, like, you know, here... Take this. Do it if you want, um, but this is all get. He you're accepted getting. it without any hesitation, nor did he attempt to negotiate, despite insistence from his agent that the film would, quotes, kill his career. Um, by 1994, the film was Jeff Daniels' most successful film of all time, and, and you can made, credit made you can credit Jim Carrey for a bit of that.
1: And so, did he ever sort of recoup in any way the um, the money lost when? he agreed to the 50,000.
0: What well, when when um Jim
1: Carrey was paid 7
0: million for it. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well I, I've got here that initially Jim Carrey was offered 700,000 but then Ace Ventura opened at number 1 and uh and then he went actually 7 million now. Ian's times
1: it, to, times it by 10.
0: Times that by 10, please. Thank you very much. Um one more fact. In Mexican, Dumb and Dumber is just simply known as A Couple of Idiots. Brilliant. Moving on to another one, and then you can go on to one of your segments, okay? Just before we wrap up, Stand By Me, the film. Yeah. What do you think of, of the Stand
1: By Me crew as a bunch of mates? So you're testing my memory here, because I, I don't remember every Very one of them. you've got Corey, Corey Feldman, and then... Um, river phoenix river phoenix right he's the one with the sort of buzz all over short hair right yeah Corey feldman and a couple of others and a couple of others um i think they're a good crew and they kind of look after each other don't they yeah i think they're good friends i i I love that film but it's a long time since i've seen it so i can't you can tell by my inability to even name who the four boys are but
0: but what you're saying is good. good friends um I've just got a couple of um, facts for you here. This one I just, I like. It's nothing to do with friends, but after director Rob Reiner screened the movie for Stephen King, he noticed that King was visibly shaking and wasn't speaking. He left the room and upon his return, he told Reiner that the movie was the best adaptation of his work he'd ever seen. Wow. Wow. Visibly shaking. Visibly shaking because of seeing his work. Do you Um, think
1: anyone's ever been visibly shaking after listening to an episode of this? Just,
0: (laughs) I think so. Um, I mean, I am now. Um, To keep in camera while off camera, Kiefer Sutherland often picked on Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman and Jerry O'Connell just to keep in that kind of bully vibe. What do you think of that? What do you think of, of, of actors that do things like that on the set? Like they're... They're mean to their co-stars because in the script, it calls for them to be mean. Do you think that is a good thing or do you think it's just
1: shitty? I think it's pretty shitty, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Shia LaBeouf thing, isn't it? Do you not just piss over and off on that film, Fury, by taking it all a bit too seriously? And stinking. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Ian, that's that's two of my five. I think we'll leave it on a cliffhanger and and move on to your next segment.
1: Um, all right, so... There is a lot I've, of swearing, I would say, in Stand By Me. For for a film predominantly based around the relationship of some kids.
0: Yeah. And they were yeah. about 11 years old at the time, and they were swearing on the screen.
1: Grown and up And that fast. must have
0: been a field day, wouldn't it? Being allowed to swear.
1: Yeah, but much like Jeff Daniels, they managed to sign these kids up for a pittance. Yeah. So, uh, could still swear though. So,
0: right, carry on to your thing. My Whatever thing. Well, I mean, that wasn't meant, meant to be disparaging. Movies.
1: I'm just. Yeah. Your thing is equal to mine. It's not so much what you say; it's how you say it. All right. Okay. Right, we'll move on. Um, so, I had a look at some films that uh, Friends stars went on to do after the TV series. Some of them have had a better time than others. I think it's fair to say Jennifer Aniston has had the most success. Mm-hmm. Um, some have had very limited movie or further TV show stuff afterwards. Um, I think Matt LeBlanc is probably the one who's had the least. So he had that movie in he's had Top Gear. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about movies, though, right? And he's <laughs> okay, doing. Sure. He's a, he's a replacement for some people that change channel. In yeah, fact, has okay. he not even been ditched from that now? I don't know. Yeah, I don't follow it, but I'm pretty sure he's now been replaced by <laughs> someone else. Um, so Matt LeBlanc made Lost in Space. Did you yeah. ever see that?
0: No, but I know that that was kind of peak Matt LeBlanc. Or no, who was it? Matt LeBlanc fame. Yeah. So that was really riding off his, lot. Like, let's see if he can translate to film.
1: I think the answer must have been no, because nothing else has come since then. So anyway, I, I had to look around. I was trying to find things that you know were the sort of top things. That Maybe, you to. Maybe you, you didn't want to. Maybe didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't. Um, I didn't think about that. Good catch. Yeah. Uh, what I did watch though were Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion featuring Lisa Goodrow, Yeah. And The Switch, um, starring jennifer aniston so i'm going to talk about the switch first because and that, we, if that's we don't get the time nintendo both, film right no uh the official synopsis the official synopsis seven years after the fact a man comes to the realization that he was the sperm donor for his best friend's boy right on the basis of that what do you think about the premise for this film so
0: just read read it me again one more time just so i can fully take it in
1: does that mean you weren't listening yes weren't listening the first time <laughs> Ian, <laughs> You know, can I
0: just ask you a quick question completely unrelated if you're in a in a in a online meeting at work and you don't catch what somebody said and they say what do you think Ian how do you get out of that one let me, no. let me just do it now let me just do it now sorry so what do you think Ian like, let's say you haven't been listening you've been doing something else <laughs> and you're caught out caught red-handed what do you do what do you think to that Ian Oh, he's, so what Ian's doing here is he's miming that it's on mute. Or are you miming, oh, but Ian, that doesn't work. That wouldn't work because, you know, you can obviously, you're obviously. Oh. Looks like my mic is dead. But how does that affect your speakers? Just type in your do... opinion, Ian, if... Ian. So the do... idea. Ian, you, you, you clearly heard what we said. Heard. You can You can type it in.
1: I'm restarting Zoom. I have to fix this audio issue. So that's, what, that's my take, is I'd pretend that I heard <laughs> I had them a and had, a, had an answer, <laughs> but there was a technical malfunction and I was going to have to restart Zoom to make that work. Okay. And then I come back in out. and say, you know what, any chance you could just repeat what that was when you fired <laughs> it over to me? That's an amazing bit of pantomime that
0: would just last <laughs> at least five minutes. <laughs>
1: God go 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 with the huge disruption just to save face. Okay, Ian, uh, just just quickly Can... recap what the switch is about for me, please. So, official synopsis. was um, working. The official synopsis. Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston star. Yeah. 7 years after the fact, a man comes to the realization that he was the sperm donor for his best friend's boy.
0: Hmm. It's just not likely. It's not a likely scenario because you don't in my limited knowledge of sperm donors you can't have a sperm donor within a certain radius of where you donate it
1: to it is very unlikely and the way that they deal with it in the film is very like silly as well some uh, so, like two sperm trolleys get mixed up so what actually happens is i assume um, they have sperm trolleys i I don't know. <laughs> Shit! Here comes the <laughs> sperm trolley.
0: Um, One of them tips over. Oh god!
1: So the actor Patrick Wilson plays a guy called Roland, and he's the selected sperm donor based on the fact that he's got great genes. He looks great. He looks like you know the ideal partner for Jennifer Aniston's character. Mm-hmm. Um, he does his business. They put. And it he only lives block. around the corner. <laughs> hey, he just lives around the corner. He'll do. it <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's a line from it. Yeah. Um and so he does his business it, uh, so it's a home affair it's not done in a clinic it's done at a <laughs> sperm donor party of some kind. so it's like this home type thing that's sort of like <laughs> like Earth mother sort of scenario they leave the sperm in the bathroom and then blind drunk um we see Jason Bateman's character come into the bathroom and then down it. <laughs> accidentally knock it down the sink and then he um just has to replace it (laughs) oh god but here's the thing it's it's like it's got one of those covers where it's like you know jason bateman jennifer aniston they're like kind of glossy looking hollywood people it's like you know it's one of those films the switch but it belies this like really dark plot where someone's yeah. life is totally ruined or becomes a lie. Yeah. And it's just so dark. Like, I don't know why it was ever, ever made. Like, like some a, of light, our... a
0: light comedy, but nobody ever thought to say, hold on, this is a little bit wrong. And no, no spoilers here. And I haven't actually seen it, but there's been quite a few complaints on a similar level recently about the latest Wonder Woman film. Have okay. you heard about this?
1: I haven't, and I'm actually quite
0: excited to watch it. So, so I won't spoil it, but there is there is quite a controversial through line in it that has, you know, sort of got people raging a little bit and for probably okay. for good reason as well, but let me know what you think.
1: Just the last point on the switch is that Jeff Goldblum's in it and he's great, but the rest of it's shit. What was the other one you watched, Ian? Romeo and Michelle's High School uh, Reunion. Great nineties film. I would highly recommend it. It's quite a lot of fun. I think it's got sort of cult status along with the likes of Clueless. It's sort yeah. of like a uh what do you call them? They were also popular in the nineties. Uh time capsule. <laughs> That's what okay. it's like. It's like a time capsule of a particular moment in nineties culture. So here's the official synopsis. The official synopsis. Two dim-witted, inseparable friends hit the road for their ten year high school reunion and concoct an elaborate lie about their lives in order to impress their classmates. So it's got the classic thing of they have like some shitty old classmates that treated them badly and they want to prove them wrong. Um, The the concept, I guess, is they're trying to concoct this lie about them... The, the best thing that they could think would be how they would become rich and famous was to um, develop the post-it note and design the post-it note. Hey, we use them every day. Everyone knows what a post-it note is. Yeah. But in classic Hollywood terms, this is uh, proof that they're real friends because when that lie gets exposed, they realise that what they have is still more important than what the baddies have. Which is what? Well, the baddies are just like all about surface veneer, but they're real friends. Yeah. So it's not just got a friend in it, it's also got a good friendship in it. What and maybe, you... Ollie, the word friendship is the one that you should have used. Friendships in films, Friendships not friends in films. films. Not friends, yeah.
0: Um, what would you say out of all of the films that have starred the cast of Friends, not including like Bruce Willis and, you know, people like that? Um, the, the, your your big five is it five friends in it? Six. Six friends, the big six. Um, who do you think has had the the best film and what is it? I'm saying Courtney Cox with Scream. Yeah, I think that's probably the way
1: I would go as well. Actually, okay. uh, Scream's probably Scream's my top. Um, who else we got? No, I. Th- I think the other things are all series, right? So like you said, Ross has been in uh the O. J. Simpson thing. About Marley and me. That's quite a big one, isn't it? It's a big one, but I've never seen it.
0: It's that you know what? I think and it's another one of those ones where you look at the cover and someone's like leaning up on each other, like going, You know, oh this is gonna be a fun romp. But
1: Don't I, judge I a book by it's, its cover.
0: No, don't judge a book by its cover. I think it's um it's quite a lot darker than than you expect it to be. I think it's actually a really good film. This gets my recommendation. Um, <laughs> okay. I I know honestly I do I do think it 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 definitely sort of goes to a few places that you know belies the the front cover and what you think it's going to be about. It's not it's not Beethoven. It's not Turner and Hooch. It's you know. I'm going to need it, to
1: watch that in my own time because Ria yeah. said uh, it's too no emotional choice, for mate. her.
0: It is. It is very emotional. I've knowing you, and you're a crier. And I, I know a lot. There is nothing wrong with crying. I'm not saying. But but you've got. I think you maybe Cry would say much. that you have a hair trigger, right? When it <laughs> comes to movies. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think I think this one <laughs> will get
1: you in floods. Okay. I'll, okay. Um, I'll keep that in mind. One thing I forgot to say about the Switch, the dark uh, spunk swapping film, is. That There's a moment in it where I believe the director or the cinematographer must have said, tell you what, for this shot, let's get a spunk-eye view. <laughs> Did they? No, they didn't say that. You're just not listening again. But <laughs> 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 Did they? I was like, they must have done, because there's a shot that's from the vantage point of a sinkhole as liquid is dropped down it. And it's disgusting. (laughs) And you were watching it in VR 3D as well, which (laughs) made it
0: even worse. Um, Okay, I'm just going to quickly move on to another two of my best friends. Now, I I watched this one with my daughter and Mandy not so long ago, and it's The Goonies. And I don't think, I mean, people are going to unsubscribe from this. I think it's aged a little bit. Okay. I think as a as a film, it's aged a little bit, not not in a good way. Not as bad as as Ferris Bueller. I think Ferris Bueller's a little turd, um, but I think I think it's aged a little bit. For some reason, I wasn't I wasn't loving it as much as I used to. But
1: is that because you're expecting it all to look like Stranger Things?
0: Maybe a little bit, and I think maybe. And a little bit with "Stand by Me" is, is I think some t- some of the, and you have to kind of forgive it for the time period. But I think sometimes the language is a little bit more brutal than we're used to these days. Coming from from kids, okay. um, you know. But I, I still think it's a is a really good film. Um, but for some reason, I just I just felt it had aged a little bit. But I don't know why. I don't know why that is important to say. Um, but what i would say is that generally i think that this is one of the better examples of a kind of ensemble cast of mates some like each other some don't like each other but you know ultimately they all go through you know a bit of a adventure together and they've all got really nice distinct characters as well you know they've all got That's their fun. own personalities and i think i think one thing you could say about the goonies is as a squad they're an individual group of people, um that are very well realized as mates, and I like I like that a
1: lot about it. Um I just they you, know, were, you know They like, were mad for that in the nineties, weren't they? Like the ensemble kid gang, squad goals. There was Hook. <coughs> yeah. There was a whole cast of like um, Lost Boys in that. There was Lost yeah. Boys.
0: There was were good friends in that, the Frog Brothers.
1: Um what was the one that had um All those actors that became massively famous later as like 17-year-olds. like Tom Cruise and um, Kevin Bacon and uh, the guy from Dirty Dancing. Hey, we're not going to work it out now or I'll work it out in the background. But it's another one where it's like a mad crew of
0: lads. I just want to read you, because I've got a fact for all of these. I'll I'll read you my Goonies fact. So you know how there's there's a couple of... um, see famous scenes in films where they don't tell the cast and crew what's going on to film the reaction a bit like you know alien yeah you know to get to get a genuine reaction Uh, so the cast was not allowed to see the pirate ship before the scene was shot so they they go into this cave and there's a big kind of underwater lake um, and there's a big huge pirate ship in there Uh, the director Richard Donner wanted to catch their genuine reactions at the size and scope of it but when they did see it, Josh Brolin was so surprised that he exclaimed, "Holy shit!" And the scene had to be reshot. <laughs> <laughs> that ruined. Ruined. I bet Richard Donner went, "Well, that's ruined." Well done, <laughs> potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fairly certain in that film they're effing and jeffing all the way through it.
1: In the Goonies. Yeah. Yeah, I think I there's, reckon there's they, a couple. I, re-
0: I reckon there's the S bomb in there every now and again s bomb
1: <laughs> <laughs> shit is such a like l- low level swear word that s bomb doesn't even make sense,
0: okay, my next um, one that, is um, that movie
1: I was trying to find the name of was the outsiders
0: the outsiders uh one more so is Thelma and louise um you know, like I said earlier, they decided to die together rather than face a life in jail, and I'd say. That's good mates, wouldn't you?
1: But they yeah. went on hell
0: of, a hell of a journey together, and you know. I was just she's... trying to
1: work out if I'd die with you rather than go to jail. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, they. I mean, the thing is, is, is that they. I mean, it's quite a dark film, obviously. Um, you know, there is a murder involved at some point, but it yeah. is. You know, it's Which a friend looking the... out for another
1: friend. That's the follow-on from some sexual assault. That
0: is right, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I I think they're good friends, and I like the chemistry between the two. Um, And I've got a couple of facts for you. According to the DVD commentary, Susan Sarandon explained that when Louise gets out of the car to throw up, (laughs) uh, egg whites were used for the vomit, and she also added that they are also used for love scenes in movies. What? How? I don't. Who's have they not seen that? You know when you were watching the the sperm eye view of, <laughs> <laughs> of
1: that whites. one? Did it did it look like egg whites? It's funny because I was about to say like there are, there never is a visual of spunk in a mainstream film, but I've literally you know proved myself wrong within the the. and
0: Louise, not family and Louise. What we're talking about? Something about
1: Mary. Silence of the lambs yeah
0: yeah true yeah um and I actually went looking for this fact as I was sure that it would be a thing and lo and behold it was uh the studio was very resistant to the downbeat ending and were very keen to find an alternative as they were unable to come up with a better conclusion they eventually conceded and I knew that that would be a thing I just thought there'd be some production guy somewhere going no sorry no scope for a sequel you can't have the heroes die at the end that's that's the audience is going to leave and they're going to be very depressed. If I was an audience member and I saw the two leads of the film die at the end, I'd be very depressed. And I, you know, and I don't want our audience to go home being upset over what they've just seen. They, it needs to be a happy. Think of another ending. We can't. Okay, fine. They die.
1: <laughs> Who wrote this shit? Debbie Downer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, but, I mean, I'm thinking if they remade this film, so actually kind of what happens, and, and this is something that, you know, the um, late... The Rock um, and Mark Wahlberg. No, the, the, that is the answer. Uh, but the late film critic, Roger, is it Ebert? Yeah. Ebert? Ebert. Uh, so he praised the film, but he he withheld a perfect score on the basis that the last shot before the credits is a freeze frame that, fr- that fades to white. So the car goes off the cliff, for people who haven't seen the film, the car goes off a cliff with Thelma and Louise in it. They decide to die rather than go to jail, uh, which is fine, but it does so very quickly in a very kind of weird way. Um, and he says it's unsettling to get so involved with the movie that takes like 130 minutes to bring you the payoff that the filmmakers seem to fear, which I think is a good comment. Um, but I also reckon that in a remake with The Rock and who would you say?
1: Mark Wahlberg.
0: Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Um this ending would be fully exploited. There'd be a massive explosion, maybe even like skin burning off
1: and everything. Actually maybe Kevin yeah. Hart.
0: Kevin Hart. The rock and Kevin Hart, yeah, maybe. Are yeah. they
1: not pals? Yeah.
0: Yeah, pals in real life, yeah.
1: Yeah, they were in that CIA central intelligence thing. Yeah. And Jumanji. Yeah. And maybe some else as well. Uh something so there you go. Well. Um That's great. Who's your favourite movie friendship?
0: I, I think it probably has to be Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Oh he's frozen. Okay.
1: He's back. Who's your favourite movie friendship, Ollie?
0: I would have to say Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber.
1: Hmm. Okay. I so... actually, I I think I don't know if this really counts but John Connor and the Terminator <laughs> and Terminator 2 is pretty good.
0: It, no, that is good. John Connor in the Terminator two, and in fact, I've got a list of worst, um, and I put John Connor's mate in Terminator two is probably a bad friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, the guy he's not is not a good.
0: Like... He's, he he leaves him in the lurch almost instantly. I don't think Ferris Bueller is a good friend. The Mean Girls in Mean Girls are not good friends. I mean, that's the title yeah. says it all. Really, Stifler. Yeah, he's not a good friend. Yeah. Cartman, from South part of the film he's not a good friend and pretty much the cast of This is England are terrible friends to each other
1: <laughs> yeah that's true uh, yeah. about the, the kid the ginger kid in Terminator 2 he yeah. does do that one thing where he tries to send the, ter- the T-1000 in the wrong direction when he's asking questions in the um, <gasps> arcade he's like I yeah. think you went that way John <laughs> quick go um, Yeah,
0: maybe he's a good friend but, but you never see him, him again trouble. after that yeah I think,
1: I think he says. I think one of his lines is, um, "Hey, your step parents are kind of dicks." Yeah, Uh. something like that. Yeah.
0: Right, um, Ian. I think we've got time for one more little segment each, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing
1: up. I'm gonna tell you, I've got no more segments. Oh. Who's your favourite friendship in a film? I just told you. I think
0: um, John Connor and the Terminator in Terminator Two. Sorry, my microphone wasn't working, so I didn't I didn't hear. What's your next segment? Um, I was just going to give you some honourable mentions, and I, I I will just see if if these kind of pass um, your friendship test or not. So, uh, diehard John McLean and and Al,
1: Pretty the police good, yeah. guy,
0: good friendship. What about it's, um, it's John cool McLean and
1: Zeus? It, it's cool that him and Al develop the friendship over the phone only, and then they only see each other at the very end. And they also pushed that into Die
0: Hard 2 as well, yeah, where he has to phone do. him for that one bit of intel.
1: While he's eating a Twinkie at a desk.
0: Yeah. Um, what What about uh, John McClane and Zeus, played by Samuel L. Jackson?
1: So I'm less familiar with With a Vengeance. I can't yeah. remember it as well, so I don't know how well that goes. But is it not a little bit um, more
0: adversarial? Or? it? By the end of it, they're all laughing with each other and their their mates. It's a very very good film, but the ending in is shockingly bad. Um, is it because it's got like um, bad fire effects? It's because originally, well, the original ending for Die Hard with a Vengeance is effing awesome. It's it's fantastic, but some producer somewhere. When, oh no, this ending is far too dark and the audience will go home feeling very depressed <laughs> and very upset. So we need to have one final action sequence. Uh, and basically they end up with some very confusing helicopter thing. But the original ending for Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, for people that are listening, go and watch it on YouTube because it is it's excellent. And if I if I manage to make a lot of money, let we're talking millions and millions and money just wasn't an object... I would reinstate that sequence into the film and get all of the copies taken off all streaming platforms and have it replaced with my version as the canon version. It's that good. And if it had that ending, I think it would be pretty much a perfect action film.
1: Would you put the money ahead to try and reclaim every DVD and VHS that included the old ending?
0: I'd put a portion of it into that, but... (laughs) I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on it. Uh, Napoleon frozen. Dynamite and Pedro. Yeah.
1: That's uh, the a friendship.
0: The aliens, Marines. Mm. Some of them. Yeah. You have to take them on their individual merits. Yeah, they're all right. The Pick of Destiny, the tenacious D, lads. Never seen it. Uh, okay, the Frog Brothers in Lost Boys. Good friends. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah
1: the lost boys yeah like that ensemble cast (laughs) or who would
0: you prefer to hang out with the frog brothers or the lost boys um the warriors uh bridesmaids from bridesmaids
1: yeah the good friends although it's a weird relationship between the main actress and the woman getting married like yeah they're are they really good friends or were they good friends a long time ago and they're kind of trying to keep it together
0: it's complicated uh, and the two cops from 21
1: Jump Street: Oh yeah, they are uh, definitely good colleagues. yeah
0: I think they lean qu- in the, in the second one in 22 Jump Street. I think they lean quite heavily in in that they're in a, an actual romance relationship. right They seem to so I'd say they're good friends. I quite we watched that the other week and I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very funny film. Finally, Ian, we've got the name game and one thing i've realized is is that i haven't been letting the listeners know what the point of the game is and what and what the um, what the rules are yeah. so i'm just going to run through the rules now <laughs> so i've got a, i've got a name game so i've got a list of christian names first names that i'm going to i'm going to give to ian <clears throat> and he's going to finger out in the air pluck the surname that he he thinks that you know comes after so for example i'll say brendan fraser yeah exactly that's an example of one he gets correct and if i was to say (laughs) kevin spacey no No, no bacon so he's got that one wrong okay so I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that people understand it's very because the thing is once this gets going it doesn't stop. Yeah. It's very quick So I don't want you to be confused like
1: what's going on. So he so gets just the first name. The the confusion on my part last time came from you thinking it was possible <laughs> yeah. to pick up the theme of the names <laughs> at the same well. time as answering moment to moment to moment. But hey, maybe I'll give it I'll slow the pace down this time.
0: Yeah. Okay, Um, let's see how you get on. So, are you ready and willing?
1: (laughs) Uh, Sure. Jennifer. Aniston.
0: Scott Lee. (laughs) Courtney. Love. Correct. Matthew. McConaughey. Correct. Lisa. Tarbuck. (laughs) Good (laughs) rope. Matt. Oh, what? LeBlanc. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> David. Um, Badil. Dukufni. Oh, fuck. T- Tom. Hanks. Sellek.
1: Bruce. Shit. <laughs> Bruce. Willis. Correct. Paul. Okay. Uh, the guy. What's his name? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I love how of you an can't actor. can't think
0: of people anymore. Paul (laughs) Betney. Rudd, Michael Man Rappaport Come on No, the last four were all in Friends Right All the last four were all in Friends Ian, it was an open goal for you It was an open goal for you But you you (laughs) tripped over your laces (laughs) But you did get three You got three out of ten So I think that's fairly decent
1: it's all right, but it's you know it's really good considering you intentionally red herringed every second question to like
0: well actually you know what I the couldn't... first
1: ones are definitely not friends, but this
0: one is and this one is well, I'll tell you what I'll give you a full 10 points if you can think of another Lisa actor in five seconds without looking at the internet five four three. Two, One, well, There isn't one.
1: There's She's the no only other one. Lisa. Simpson? Lisa Simpson doesn't count. For fuck's sake! Really? Is that true? There are no other no, Lisas in film. No, no, there form. are.
0: There are. But look, I have to. What I have to think of. I'm not going to be unfair, right? These are all going
1: to be people you've heard of. Okay, that's fair enough.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, Listeners, if you can think of another famous lisa named actor that you know ian would know of then please
1: let that's us the name know of the game isn't it it's like whether or not it's in somebody else's head and on a quick imdb search i don't know any of the other lisas so exactly and that's, that's why you had
0: could uh so uh ian do you want to uh, lead us out
1: i'll lead you out um the back yeah if you'd like to hear more of this stuff then there are 111 other episodes um, so you can go to guysonfilm.co.com <laughs> <laughs> got it totally wrong if you'd like to listen to more episodes of this stuff we've got 111 other episodes we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts from that's why you you're listening it. to this um, but you can also check out the details for the episodes and other stuff on um, our website guysonfilm.co.uk And uh, facebook.com forward slash guys on film. We're on Instagram and Twitter at GOF podcast.
0: And if there's a topic that you think we should cover, then let us know. You know, if you you think there's, you know, ground that we should cover, then we're all ears. We're all ear
1: Nice microphone blast at the end there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. All
1: right. Are Are we still friends?
0: I'd say so. I'm on the fence. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, How do I stop this thing?